solid. Solid as a Rocco's modern life. Rocco's modern life. Oh, life. Oh, life. Oh, 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 it's magic. You know. No, no. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. No way, no way. Not today. Don't get fresh with me. Hello and welcome. Yeah, did I ask for it? Welcome to episode 35 of the Stu and Al pod with me, Al. Me, Stu. And Stu is a bit different today, isn't it? It's a very, very special episode. Why don't you tell the listeners why it's a bit different? Oh, I tell them. Okay, okay. So, me and Al have travelled to Nottingham today. You can probably hear the screams in the background right now. Uh, what we're planning on doing is, is uh, recording each segment in a different bar in Nottingham. We are indeed, and right now we are uh, where? <laughs> we're in a beer garden. Um, let, me, let me go and find out. Let me go and find out because we're in a in a bar somewhere. We'll, we'll tell you on the next segment where we'll, we are yeah, we're, 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 now yeah. for this bit. But um, yeah, so out. Uh, yep. <laughs> oh bit. yeah. So. So, um, Al, yeah. we uh, managed to get some hits in Brazil this week, first Did we? time. I don't know how we're listening to us in Brazil, but, um, hola. <laughs> I think that's Portuguese as well, isn't it? Probably. Yeah. Uh, but speaking of moths, Al, um, yeah. a bit of sad news this week with the passing of one of my favourite comedians, Norm MacDonald. Oh, yeah. Uh, but I want to bring to you one of his best jokes I've seen. I think he told it on Conan O'Brien before. Uh, his, his famous moth joke. Mm-hmm. You ever heard it? I no? might have, I'm not sure, okay. but go for it. Well, I'm not going to do it any justice. Just before you start, this table is really rickety that we're on. It's on a slant. I'm worried that my beer's going to fall over my notes. So I'm going to try oh, and both drinking Moretti, by the Yeah, you. we are both on Moretti. It's our second one of the day. Yeah. Look at that. Look at this. Yeah, I mean, you can't see it. This is really bad for podcast media. It is a wobble. It is it's a, wobble. a fucking wobble on here. I'll take a picture of the wobble for you. Hang on. Yeah. We'll put, we'll put the picture out. Um... This is the first time as well we've been out, we're recording, we're recording outside, uh, a bit of a wobble. We're recording outside, so if the sound quality is not as good, we are using our podcasting um, conferencing mic, which we take with us, which is brilliant, isn't it? That's the best purchase I've made. So that's, I prefer that than the actual mic, so I think it's just nice to quite to have. Yeah, I've already sold my mic. Oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the joke, so, yeah. uh, a moth walks into a podiatrist's office, he says, um, Doc, uh, Doc, I'm not doing so well. Um, my wife, Mrs. Moth, she's leaving me. And my son, Julio Moth, he hates me now. I just don't want to know anymore. My, my daughter, Cynthia, she's a failure. And my boss, uh, Greg Linovich, also a moth. Uh, he's an evil person who feeds off my, uh, my very demise each day at work. It's horrible. See, so I work in a factory and I've been there for 20 plus years. Everyone in my rank has had a promotion apart from me. It's, it's, Humidity. It's been the same never-ending hell of a uh, rut for two decades. Two. Yeah. I tell you, Doc. Twenty years. Two. And when I lay down to rest my tired eyes at night after a long, shitty day of welding and clanking and steering, I'm probably weeping as well, actually. And that once but twice, look at the gun at the side of my bed. Finally, end the charade I call life. Yep. I, I need to end this vicious cycle. I'm just really, really depressed, Doc. I don't know what to do. Podiatrist is like, well, Jesus, man, you, you, you need help, but like, I'm a podiatrist, you need a, psychri- a, a psychiatrist to help you, you know? And the moth says, yeah, I know that, doc. And the podiatrist is like, well, why the hell did you come here then? And he, the, doc, the moth says, uh, well, your light was on. Oh, oh God. What's a podiatrist? <laughs> Something to do with feet. <laughs> I thought you were saying paediatrician and you got it wrong. I don't know. But I didn't want to stop you. I think it's something to do with feet. I don't yeah. know. So if I'm wrong, let us know, lads. Stu, this, I had a quite an interesting week there because um, I was out with Richard Wilson. Um, really? I yeah, don't Richard Wilson. It. So if you don't know who Richard Wilson, I don't Wilson believe was. it. <laughs> oh, he's uh, he played uh, Richard uh, Richard Meldrew, no, uh, Victor, Victor Meldrew, in um, the hit TV show. One foot in, in the, the grave. grave. So I was out with um, Richard Wilson. We went on a ghost hunt together. All right. A ghost hunt, Stu. Can you imagine it? It was 25 quid a ticket. Bloody hell. I know, I was like, ah, oh, bloody, that's ridiculous. And he said, I don't mind paying that if it's a good <laughs> ghost tour, which I thought was quite nice of him. Yeah. So he paid for us both. So we walked through, and basically it was a walking tour. 
uh, and but they said to get the best experience, you need to hire these night vision goggles. Nice. Twenty-five quid a pair to Again. hire them for an hour. That's fifty quid now. It's fifty quid. He said, I do think the experience would be the same without the night vision goggles so he hired again hired us both a pair of those which I thought was quite nice of them and <laughs> um, we sort of went on and I don't know how they've done it I don't know if it was real or not but we basically saw loads of ghosts right. and at the end I said to him um, I was saying oh uh, what do you think of the real ghosts and he said <laughs> I don't know if they were real or not um, but you know, because we had a bit of a conversation about the, uh, you know, because uh, he's uh, he, he wasn't sure whether he believed in ghosts or not or anything. And then it ended through that we got back and his car had got a parking ticket on. And oh. of course he said, I don't think I'm going to pay that because no. I think my parking ticket was in order. So, you know. Did whatever. you ask him what his theory on ghosts was at all? Yeah, he did say, I don't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here's your bank card. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Stu paid for our pints while I went for a wee wee. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so um, let's. Um, so what we're going to do now is we're going to uh, we're um, going to finish these. We're going to finish these, and then we're going to move on to the next pub. So, but before that, let's just say it is now time for top three. Top three. So, the Crowford Press was the first bar we did the <laughs> intro in. How have you just worked that out? I just remembered it now. <laughs> We are now Press. Crowford Press, yeah. That's a shit name for a bar, isn't it? Uh, we're now in the castle where we're going to record our top three segment. Now, top three. Oh, can by I, the way, we're watching horse racing on the telly as well. Can I also call. just say we've actually just waited for two ladies to leave? Yeah, we were, we're too shy. We're too embarrassed to record in front of them. And we've, we've moved on. on. I'm on a Guinness. Do you still on the beer Moretti? Yeah, I might go and finish their leftovers off actually. You know, there's a couple of tomatoes there looking a bit bread. <laughs> You're going to go and sniff their seats. <laughs> bit, bit peckish. <laughs> nah, not be that far. I'll wait till you got bogged and I'll do that. Yeah. So top three then, as you probably all know by now, we have a different subject each week. We tell you our top three things about that and then we go to the socials uh, to let you know what our listeners thought and their favourite things are about it as well. Yes. During the course of this episode, we are going to sound more drunk as we go along because we're having more beers per segment. We're each segment will be in a different bar, so each bar will have a different pint and you get the drift. Mike Reed's going to be a hoot this week because <laughs> he'll be about six pints in. So <laughs> The outro is going to be hilarious. <laughs> so last week it was my choice for top three yes. and I chose top three fruits. Now usually this is one where I take a little bit of a, a, a sort of a, a random look at or a, you know a different look at but and I know Brendan or Brendan Tran. He took a he took that. Yeah, he week. was outside the box. Funny on this. Yeah, so well, whereas I went very sensible and just picked fruits. So did I. So Stu, I'd like to know your third favourite fruit. My third favourite fruit is the Brayburn apple. Oh, not so not just the apple. No, but the Brayburn apple. Yes, because there's obviously you've got the Granny Smith and the lady, the pink lady and all that. Yeah, I like Brayburn. Brayburn right? is a good one. Brayburn's good. Crunchy, it's juicy. It's Crunchy as fuck. Best apple ever. Yeah. Uh, but, interestingly enough, Al. You found facts. I did. Facts on all, all this stuff. Yeah. Um, but the Brayburn apple was discovered as a chance seedling, which means it was a hybrid of two other apples. Steve's looking me right in the eyes there, like this is really interesting. Well, you know, it wasn't, it's was found by accident. So, it was a chance seedling in 1952 by the farmer O. Oh, shit. O. I just spilled Guinness on my nose. Oh, no, yeah, that's enough. <laughs> um, o Moran in New Zealand. Don't know what his first name is, just his initial O. My notes are printed onto my hands. Got Guinness all over your notes. How are you going to see that now? Alright, carry on, it'll dry. Can you still read it? I can still read it, it's fine. It looks smudged. You know, if you ever come to the pub, the castle, you might find a leaflet. Well, don't look at my questions. Why not? <laughs> you might find a leaflet with some of the uh, episode written on it. Fucking hell. Yeah, carry on. We're all right. All right, so it was discovered as a chance seed, like I say, 1952 by the farmer O. Moran. Don't know what the O stands for. Probably Orville. Owen. Owen could be, yeah. Um, or O'Sheen. Uh, in New Zealand. It was named after the Brayburn Orchard near... Motueka in New Zealand where it was first grown. It's ideal for cooking as they hold their shape making them ideal for tarts. <laughs> That's what I like. Insert your own joke there. Uh, so yeah it's, it's a great apple. It's, it's my favourite apple and it's 
my fair choice. Brilliant. Well, I'll argue about be a better apple than the Brayburn, then you can meet me in this uh, castle yeah. right now in Nottingham. Yeah, you've only got I'll about, wait here all week. Yeah, you've only got until the end of top three, and then we're moving on. So, um, what I'm going to go with Stu is, I think, the third best fruit is a grape. Grape? A grape. Okay. Now, I'll tell you why. Because a grape has many uses. Log 55 is about to start. Yeah, we're still watching the horse festival. So grapes, a grape for me has got many uses, right? It's nice on its own, yeah. easy snack. Yeah. You can make wine out of it. Yeah. You can make jam, jelly, yeah. juice. You can dry it to make raisins. Perfect. You know, if you put one in your belly button, you can press the stomach hard, you can, you can actually pop it into your mouth. Yeah, you can even steal one up your ass. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll do out. that. So for me, um, a grape's great, and um, grapes are great. <laughs> um, origins of the mid in the Middle East. Uh, no, sorry, hold on. Middle East generally described as as its homeland of the grape, the Middle East, the homeland. Um, cultivation was six thousand to eight thousand years ago. Wow. Okay. Oldest winery is in Armenia, which was um, dated at four thousand BC. What's that before Chris? Camera. Yeah. It's 81% water. Is it? And uh, Marvin Gaye sang about hearing it through the grapevine. <laughs> well, he heard grapes through the grapevine. No, he just heard it. He said he heard it through the grapevine. No one knows what so he's talking it's about. It's the grape. Yeah, it's also the grapes of wrath. Yeah. As well. Grape um, expectations. Yeah. <laughs> um. What else is there? The Great Gatsby. Yeah. Um. <laughs> oh no. Sorry. Um. <laughs> the Great White Shark. The Great Crusader, Batman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. I love seeing the 90s when you had a good film on TV, you used to grape it on VHS. Oh, that is awful, that is. that's finished it. Especially if you were wanting to record what's it, eating Gilbert's grape. Yes. And yes. that was, that's a real one, there you go. And, um, yeah. Uh, Art attack. I'll do my number two now. Yeah. I picked the strawberry number two, oh. especially with cream. Oh, yes. Now, Alex, the first garden strawberry was grown in Brittany in the late 18th century. Did you know that? Yeah, I do know this. Good. Uh, the French began taking the strawberry from the forest to their gardens for harvest in the 14th century. Yep. Interesting. Charles V, the French king. Yep. From 1364 to 1380. Obviously, you knew these years. Oh, yeah, of course. Uh, he had 1,200 strawberry plants in his royal garden. Yeah. The combination of strawberries and cream was created by who? Uh, Thomas Wolsey. I was going to say um, in the course of Henry VIII. 2017. I was going to say Cliff Richard. <laughs> uh, he probably does because he gets to Wimbledon a lot. Yeah. Oh, the 155 started. Yeah. Car number two. Hey, that car. You can't have that car going alongside him. No, we're not picking the car. I have horse number two though. I think it's winning. Uh, in 2017, strawberries alone were a 3.5 billion dollar market in the United States. They are great for jams, cakes, and milkshakes. And yogurts. Excellent, thank you, Stu. Well, my number and two. And the uh, baseballer Darrell Strawberry. Yeah. Or the song Strawberry Straw Fields. Strawberry Fields Forever. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. So, Stu, my number two is the pineapple. Um, it's a <laughs> tropical, a tropical and indigenous to South America. Pet shop boys playing in the background. Always on my mind. Introduction to Europe in the 17th century. Uh, century, sorry. And it was a cultural item of luxury during that time, Stu. Is it? Now the reason I picked the pineapple is because I think it is the funniest of all the fruits. Okay. It looks the funniest. Right. Didn't taste the funniest. Yes. It looks the funniest, isn't it? Beautiful taste. Um, some facts for you, Stu. Um, SpongeBob lived in a pineapple under the sea. Yes. Uh, Jason Lee, the ex uh, Nottingham Forest footballer, had which is convenient because we're in Nottingham. Yeah, yeah. People used to sing that he had a pineapple on his head because yeah, he because um, of his hairstyle, and that was during the nineties. So it's a link to the nineties as well. Corner. But pineapple, I like it. If you get it just right, upside down cake. Yeah, but it's a beautiful fruit. There you go. Yes, That's yes. it. I'm not upset anymore about it. Okay. Oh, fuck yourself. Fine. <laughs> um, number one, I've had pineapple. What? <laughs> you what? Cracking fruit. Cracking fruit. As yep. you said. 
So the wild plant originates from the Panama-Paraguay river drainages between southern Brazil and Paraguay. <coughs> Use of pineapple can be traced back as far as 1200 BC in Peru and 200 BC in Mexico. So, so do you think the pineapple would be the... Cultivated the by the Mayas and the Aztecas. So do you think the pineapple would be the uh, fruit that you'd least likely to stick up your ass? Be the first one I would. <laughs> The first European encounter was Columbus in Guadalupe on November the 4th, for Yes. He did alright, didn't he? The Portuguese took the first, took the fruit from Brazil and introduced it with, into India in 1550. Here you go. And Columbus brought the plant back to Spain and called it Pina de Indies, meaning Idiot. Pine of the Indians. In England, the first pineapple was grown at Dorme Court in Buckinghamshire in 1723. Crushed pineapple is used in yogurt, jam, sweets and ice cream. The juice is served as a beverage, as the main ingredient in pina colada. Some weirdos even have it as a topping on pizza. Oh yeah. I'm sure Chris Williams does shouldn't, that. Shouldn't do that. Shouldn't right, do that. so my number one, Stu, is your number two, which is the strawberry. Pineapple is better than strawberry, though. Certain, certain aspects of it is, and I'm sort of starting to think around that. Now, a garden strawberry, uh, as you said, was first uh, found, uh, made in Brit- found in Brittany, uh, France, in 1750s. It is not from a botanical... Uh, this is where the Guinness has gone. <laughs> Technically, it's an aggregate accessory fruit. That's what it was called, still an aggregate accessory fruit. Aggregate. Um, in 2019, the world production was 9 million tonnes of strawberries. Fuck. Which is some shame. That's a lot of straws. Um, and also, strawberry beret was originally what Prince wanted to sing about, but he changed it to raspberry beret. <laughs> I don't think that's true. Uh, do you like, I think the original lyrics were, raspberry beret, one thing I know about is fruit-based hats. Okay, so Stu. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> Stu, what's the social media said? Yeah, I forgot, I forgot about that. Uh, we had quite the feedback on this. So we'll start with the best. Chris Conrath. Uh, watermelon. Watermelon sugar. Hi. <laughs> Cantaloupe melon. Cantaloupe. Cantaloupe melon. Hi. Oh, no, I don't like them. And uh, papaya fruit. Yeah, it's a good one, that. Uh, a bit really fancy, that one, ain't it? Uh, regular Gav. Uh, he's up for the standard orange. No. I, I can't be doing with that peeling. Okay. Uh, watermelon, sugar. Hi. And pineapple, but more as juice. What? Is he insane? Just have the pineapple, Gav. Uh, Mrs. Regular Gav, she's had the mango. Yeah. Uh, the watermelon, yep. sugar. Hi. And nectarine. Yeah. And uh, mini Gav. Gilbert, grapes, apples, and oranges. <laughs> Gilbert grape. What's the Gilbert, Gilbert's grape? Gilbert pink grape. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> apples and oranges as well. well cheers, Gil. Nice. Uh, Brenda Trammell saved to the last. Well, you know what we can have is if Gab is interested, if we can get his, um, if we can get Gilbert on the podcast, we can have a new section called "What's Eating Gilbert's Grape," Ooh. and it's things that are annoying him that week. So, Gab is your young child. Um, up for coming on the podcast. So, I mean, we, we, we will allow children on the show. We've had um, Brandotron, uh, the child of J- Johnny and Hayley, uh, yeah. advertise our show. So, yeah. Gilbert wants to join the ranks as well. He's more than welcome. Yes. Well, we'll save Brandotron till last. Yep. Uh, Keza G, or Moaning Myrtle. Yeah. Said that for a while. Uh, she picks strawberries, cherry tomatoes, and bananas. Cherry tomatoes, she's trying, she's trying to be funny there. Controversial, I think. She's not funny. He's gone for pineapple, good lad. Yeah. Apples, yep. eating. They're both for eating. Gender. And uh, pumpkin, he's gone for the seasonal shit. That's oh, seasonal shit. Cheers, Frankie. Uh, Georgina. Who? She know? New to the show. Welcome. Um, oh, check out Tessie Clothing very soon, guys, as well. Is she paying us for this? No. Don't check it out. She's Yeah, but I'm, I'm balanced. Billy Balance. Mm. Check it out, don't check it out. Need Jarvis this Christmas. Tessie Clothing, guys. 
Or M&S. <laughs> or Tessie clothing. Tess, Tesco clothing. Tessie. I'm not, I'm having a go. Welcome aboard. Link will be on the website soon. No, on it won't. Our yes, it will. Anyway. Well, I still had was a, a sweater, yeah, so, so I, it does weigh once. We'll, we'll link it, don't worry. Anyway, pomegranate, red apple, red grapes. Shows yes. a bit of red. Fun fact, Georgina has red hair as well. Oh. Oh, she's ginger. That's red Fair hair. Fair enough. Alex, your sister, Vicky. Yeah. Uh, pineapple. Yep. Strawberries. Yep. Raspberries. Oh, raspberries, yeah. Good choice, Vic. See you next week. Yep, see you next week. <laughs> uh, Georgia. Fuck me. <laughs> if you just heard that, the table just went. We're all right. <laughs> oh, shit. Let's to death. Leave that in. <laughs> uh, Georgia. It's been a up, Georgia. No, it's Georgina. Oh, right. Georgia. Bloody hell. Uh, she picked mango, pineapple, and passion fruit. Mangoes on a bus. <laughs> yep. Watermelon, yep. mango. Pie. I think people say passion fruit because they want to be controversial or seem like they're exotic. No, because during the um, Euros from the England, she came to one of our England games and she had passion fruit in her drink. Oh, yeah. Go on then, next one. Uh, Australian Dan, good day, mate. Welcome G'day. back. Uh, he's gone for no frills, banana, blueberry, and apple. Good choices. Ba- banana, the only fruit that comes in its own little. Uh, Right, she's not the only one. No. <laughs> Carry on. Uh, Hayley, banana, melon, not watermelon, just melon. Melon. Can't do this one. And the passion fruit, again. Stuart, so, are you a big fan of melons? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and tits. Oh. We'll cut that. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Johnny Hamill, strawberry with cream. Ah, yeah. Strawberry with cream. Yep. A lovely soft pear. Oh, everyone loves a soft bear. And, and white grapes. <laughs> Cheers, Judge. We'll see you at um, Oktoberfest yes. with uh, Chris Williams and my co-host here soon. Still, do you prefer pears or melons? What a lovely pear. <laughs> a pair of melons. Stu, would you probably prefer to have a pair of melons? Yeah, probably. Or a nice peach. <laughs> uh, Kim R. Melon, tangerine and apple. Yep. KTR. <coughs> Easy peel oranges. Because <laughs> you can't peel like you. Uh, watermelon, sugar, hi, and grapes. Uh, clear art, pomegranate, lychee, and banana. Oh, come on. Continental. Yeah. Right, and then Brendotron. Can you hear this? It's uh, Great Showman in the background. One yeah. of my favourite songs from the film. G- carry on. Uh, Brendotron has picked fruit pastels. Yeah. Forbid- forbidden fruit. Yeah. And the curious orange from this morning with Richard, not Judy. Isn't he a funny bugger? Hey, Brendan. See what the thing Leave he's done there. Leave us the joke, yeah, the we'll, th- we'll do the joke. The thing what Brendan's done there is he's gone, this is what Stu and Al would do, but we've moved on. Yeah, we've matured, but Brendan has sat back in episode one when we did top, top three marks. marks and we were pissing about. Yeah. So, Brendan, do we offer a listener ban? Oh, yeah, let's say, no, let's, yeah, let's not hard. have a listener band. Let's say don't save Shemai or whatever he keeps. Yeah, don't save Shenmue. Yeah. Fuck Shenmue. <laughs> Get rid of it. There's a reason why only Brendan tries to save Shenmue. We're saying don't save Shenmue. That's the new hashtag. Don't save Shenmue. Every Fuck time, Shenmue. Every time Brendan's tweet. Always my race, Hurricane If Iver. you know, if you if you follow Brendan on Twitter and he tweets save Shenmue, put back don't. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, joking, Brendan. But we will. <laughs> right, so Al, uh, that was top three. Yep. It was your pick last week, so it's my choice this week. Oh, yeah, let me get me, let me, get me pen out to write the next one down. On your stained sheet. <laughs> yeah. Al, before you spilled beer on it as well. Oh. This yeah. is me. Right, so what's the next one? So next week, uh, everyone, we want your top three ABBA songs. Oh, no. Is that because they've got a new album out? Yeah. I'm just going to pick album tracks. <laughs> Does so, your mother know has got to be in there, chaps? Chapettes. So if you'd like to get in contact and tell us your top three ABBA songs, why not get in contact via our email? That is stewandowlpod at gmail.com or you can get in contact via Twitter or Instagram at stewandowlpod. Before we move on, um, we have got a top three extra. Top three. 
Okay, so we are at the Sal, where we have with us Lewis. And my name's Andy. Lewis and Andy. And could you tell us your top three fruits? Uh, my top three fruits would be the strawberry, the banana, yes. and the orange. Nice. Um, pretty much the same: strawberry, apple, and banana. Banging. Any reasons? No, not really, man. It's just you know. I mean, I eat all fruits, but yeah. I'm not. I'm not. They're, like, they're the main fruits that I usually enjoy the most. Yeah. You know? A lot of people have said passion fruit. Yeah. That's a shit fruit, isn't it? Like, like, with an alcoholic like, drink, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exotic you know? for me. Yeah. <laughs> we said grape. Yeah, yeah, so you can get wine out of it. Yeah, yeah. Pineapple as well. Pineapple. Do you know what? There's so many fruits, man. What would you have on pizza? That's the problem. No, 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 no. You can't have pizza. I say, I think there's. I think there's a time and a place. That needs to be illegal, man. No, no, I think you're wrong. 100%. No. Pizza's a versatile food, man. If you can put fish on a pizza, you can put fucking pineapple on it. Exactly. Brilliant. Thanks, guys. Okay, we're going to move on now. Hello and welcome to the next part of top three. We are in Bird and Blenty Tea Company in Nottingham. And you are? Eleanor. Eleanor, we're with Eleanor. Eleanor, you're gonna tell us your top three fruits. Yeah, they're oranges, grapes, and mango. Any reason for the three? I just like them and I like my vitamin C. <laughs> <laughs> so, any, any inputs putting that? Good choices, thank you. That's good choices. Right? Thank you very much, thank you. Okay, continuing with top three fruits, we are here with... Melissa. Melissa in Bird and Blend in Nottingham Tea Company. Melissa, can you tell us your top three fruits, please? Okay, so it's got to be, I think, strawberries, yes. bananas, yes. and apples. Any reason for the three? I think because you can do anything with it. Like, exactly. Yeah, well, like with our tea, you can make it iced, you can have it hot, you can make it into tea cocktails, and all of those fruits are Exactly, so I fruit. chose grapes because it makes yeah. wine. Yeah, I, I can so see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. without that. Perfect. We're in a tea shop. Is there any sort of like fruits that we're using in the teas that people like oh to buy? Oh my gosh. So we have a whole tea wall with yeah. over like, a hundred different types of tea and a lot of them are fruit based Excellent. and again so that you can literally mix it up have it cold have a cocktail and that yeah there, i don't think there isn't a fruit that chrissy our founder hasn't used yet but in you our can't world. tea yeah but you can't tea so what we'd like to say is give a shout out to bird and blend tea company in, in nottingham get down here it's opposite where are we opposite we're opposite the cozy club opposite cozy club Get down here, buy some tea, buy some coffee. Just tea? Just tea. We're, Just tea. Yeah. We're buy an experimental, tea. experimental tea shop that everybody loves experimental tea. So get down here, buy some tea, say hello to the gang, and listen to the Stuart Out Pod. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Goodbye. Okay, still here at the Bird and Blend in Nottingham Tea Company. We are here with... Jade. Jade, great name. And we are asking you for your top three fruits. I like melons, mangoes and oranges. Excellent. Any particular type of melon? I like watermelon. More watermelon is the best melon, of course. Any reason for these three choices? I just like the juicy, fruity fruits. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Sorry, I'm... I've had a few drinks, so I am a little bit the same as you. So, so this is Jade from Bird and Blend. Come and say hello to Jade. Pop in, say hello to Jade, and you can get a discount. Now you maybe can't, but if you, you pop can down, try. you can try. You could sweet, you could sweet talk Jade into a discount for your tea. It's worth a try. It is worth a try. But thank you, Jade, for talking to us in the Stone Hour Pod from Bird and Blend Tea Company in Nottingham. Thank you very much. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye. So we're on the streets of Nottingham. We've gone to Penny Lane Bar where we've met uh, what's Simon. Your name? Simon on the door. He's going to reveal his top three fruits. The top three fruits got to be first, strawberries. Yes. Nice. 
definitely bananas because it's so much more than just a taste. Yeah. And then the third one, I'd say pineapples. Yes! Decent. Why Def pineapple? Because it's perfect for in the morning because it's a fat burner and it's just so tasty and crunchy. You get a taste sensation from it. Funniest looking fruit. Funniest looking fruit. Jason Lee, do you remember Jason Lee? Pineapple head, yeah. yeah there we yeah. go. <laughs> there you go, Jason Lee, the forest player. So, that's Simon from Penny Lane. Top free fruits there. Decent choices. We're out. Hello. Right, top three. We are asking everyone here our top three fruits. We come to Nottingham tonight. We've um, found three police officers. First one up is Dan. Dan, come with your top three fruits. I didn't know it was top three, but um, oh, I don't tend to eat too much uh, fruit. But okay. I'd probably go with. Oh, tomatoes, can't beat a good juicy tomato, you know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> controversial fruit. Controversial, I mean, if onion was a fruit, it'd be up there, but unfortunately it grows underground, doesn't it? So that's a bit disappointing. Strawberries, got to keep them sweet like the girls. <laughs> and other than that, maybe <laughs> maybe a raspberry, because it gets your eyes winston, doesn't it? Nice. Well, thank you, Dan. Thank you. Who's next? I'm ready. Who's your name? Leah. Leah, Leah's up next. Your top three fruits, please. Okay, top three. First... No, third would be a kiwi. Yeah, I knew you were going to say kiwi. Hairy on the outside, seedy on the inside. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I didn't think you were going to say that, but I knew you were going to say kiwi. <laughs> Second would be banana, because they're multi-purpose. Oh, don't. We had someone We had someone earlier, it was in their cock. 50s, who told us about she said what cock. she does with a she said banana. Cock. She said cock. First cock. would be a papaya. Why? So many people say it starts papaya. in P. And ends in A. What? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Nottingham police officers are a bit strange, but there you go. Next. I'm Hannah. Hannah. PC Hannah. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> Roger. So, <laughs> so I think number three, probably an apple. A bit basic of a fruit. What kind of apple? Oh, that's a good question because you can even write your top three apples. Braeburn. 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 Yeah. Not too bad, put a bit of peanut butter on it, but you've got to change it to make it better. Oh, yeah. shit. Apple crumble, you can do lots of stuff with an apple. Alright, Hannah, yeah. calm down. Okay. No one's um, saying grape. Grape is the greatest fruit oh, of all time. Red no, grapes, number two. Make wine from them. Great. No, because you can freeze grapes. <laughs> oh, you, <do. laughs> oh, God. you can freeze grapes, tastes a little bit better like a puree. 88% yeah. water. True, very healthy. Oh, and then number one, I go for a watermelon. Yes. Watermelon sugar. Hi. Hi, thank you, uh, PC Nottingham. You've been very thank helpful. You. Have a great night. All the best. Time. See you later. Bye. Cheers. Bye. So it's the Stew and Our Pod again. We are on the streets of Nottingham and we have Lucy. Lucy with our top three fruits uh, watermelon, mango, and kiwi. Brilliant. And also we have. Sari. Sari with? Um, jackfruit, durian, and mango. Yeah, Can we ask where you're from, Sari? Indonesia. Oh, nice! <laughs> you are our furthest away. Yes. But then I live in Europe. Person. <laughs> brilliant, brilliant guests, brilliant fruits, and uh, we'll carry on tonight. Thank Tell you very much. Do you what? Durian. Is it an apple? No. Do you know what durian is? No? Yeah. Okay. Yes, I, what is um, it? It's a the smelliest fruit in the world. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's, it's horrible. No. <laughs> but people like it. Yeah. Where's yeah. it from? Explain more. You explain uh, more. Well, it's like heat. It's like, it's, it's Asian. It's tropical Asian fruit. Yeah. Um, it, it, the texture is like cheese. But, and, uh, and cream. <laughs> yeah, it's like a creamy, cheesy fruit. And creamy, oh cheesy and it smells fruit. And it's illegal to transport it on certain public transports because that's how smelly it is. Uh, <laughs> for me, it smells wonderful. It's right. <laughs> What's it called again? Durian. Durian. Yeah. And you get it in Indonesia. Yeah, you, you get, get it all over Southeast Asia. Yeah. yeah. See, I've been to Thailand. I didn't. Yeah, yeah you get it. Oh, you, you can get, get it easily in Thailand. Yeah. We used to have to like a uh, thing on a stick, and I can't remember what it was. On a stick. Yeah, like a fruit on a stick, and it was amazing. Like on a on a something that you would like poke through the fruit yeah like a skewer yes and yeah. i can't remember what it was but it was so it was good. probably um jackfruit 
It might yeah. have been Star yeah. Jackfruit, yeah. It was so good. Then it's good again. Yeah. It, looks, it looks like a pineapple kind of. Yeah, yeah. I have oh. seen that before. I've not smelled it, it yeah. though, Ooh. so. Oh, it is so good. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's brilliant. Yeah, we'll we'll give it out. Ladies, thank you very much. No thank you. Thank you. Bye. So that was top three. And now it is time for... 90s Corner. Nineties Corner. So if you're a massive fan of the Stu and Al pod, which I am. I am. I am. You'll know that we changed Nineties Corner recently to... We're going to go each year through the 90s and we're going to go for movie, single and pop culture reference. So this week it is your... Pop culture reference from the year 1990. Stu, would you like to go first? Yeah, that bloke's got an AC Milan shirt on it. Fuck a doodle do. Stu, oh, before we start, what pub are we in now? Uh, we are in the Old Jerusalem Inn. Apparently the oldest inn in the country. The oldest inn, not the oldest yeah. pub, the oldest inn. And there was a knight of shining armour uh, in the in the foyer, and Stu yeah, made that? a load of jokes about it that weren't funny. He's having a good night. Yeah, and... Uh, Bruce's Price is Night. <laughs> That's a good one, isn't it? That's the oldie inn in Jerusalem. Something like that. I mean, sometimes I have Jerusalem. Near Castle, isn't it? We're on Amstel. Yeah, we're on Amstel. Yeah, we're outside. So, <coughs> so okay, night is calling out. Uh, what have you gone for this week? That's what I just asked you, but do you want me to go oh, first? Oh, did you? Sorry. I'll go first then, yeah. Um, so, I've gone for the fact that um, Simon and Garfunkel were inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 1990. Yeah. Okay. One of the greatest uh, music duos. Comedy duos, if you will, uh, of all time. Uh, yeah, I, I like Simon Garfunkel. Stuart, have you seen Richard Osman's House of Games? Every day. Did you know that Simon and Garfunkel, do you know what their original name was called? Paul Simon and Garfunkel, the Town Five. Tom and Jerry. No. They are originally going to be called Tom oh, and Jerry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. It's on House of Games the other day. But I was watching an old episode, I think, so. Uh, well, I've watched this week's with Philip Glenistron. I only watch it with people I like. So I had Ellis James on it. So that's a good one, Stu. I like that. <coughs> yeah, it's good. So mine, Stu, for uh, my nineties corner pop nineties corner pop culture reference is the start of Mr. Bean. Okay. So Mr. Bean started on the first of January nineteen ninety. That's crazy, isn't it? When? The first of January nineteen ninety. No way. Yeah. So there's only fifteen episodes of Mr. Bean, Stu. There's no. only 15 episodes. Just 15? 15 episodes. There's two films, okay, and he was also at the 2012 Olympics, where he was playing a song by, can you remember? Christopher. Uh, Lady in Red? Yeah. No, I don't think it was. No, it wasn't Christopher. I don't know about that. <laughs> Christopher fucking Burr. Chris? Um, I Chris Rear? Chris Rear, yeah. Chris Isaac? No, I, it might not be Chris. Chris Williams. No, fuck off. And apparently he's based on a character that uh, Rowan Axon made up during his master's master master's degree oh, master's. in electrical engineering at Oxford University. No way. And did you know he was called Bean? You know the way he says Bean? It's bean. because Rowan Atkinson has a list or has a, a speech impediment where he struggles with the word B. So it's when he says Bean. It's, it's, it's the way that he says Bean. Huh. So that's R2. Stu, what a social media can't said. Uh, so your sister Vicky, she's gone for the Macarena. Was that 1990? That's what she said. I think she's wrong there. I think it's way after 1990. I don't know. She's, uh, she's out. All right, let's have a look. Let's have a look at that, because I don't think Call that's me right. Uh, something she, uh, she's got no idea what's going on with the 90s. Now. Maybe she's just submitted it for 90s Corner and there's not really. 1993. Yeah, you're way behind. Sorry, I think Ricky. she's probably on an, an earlier episode. Yeah, well, you, you, you just you fucked, fucked up. that up. You fucked that up, mate. Uh, Australian Dan, uh, Namibia separating from South Africa. Yeah, but bit too serious, but yeah. Frankie! He's gone for The Simpsons debut. Is that 1990? Well, that's got to be in the that's got to be in the poll. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. Brendan Ultron was the start of Twin Peaks. No, not interested. Sorry, Brendan. We're 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 getting on, Brendan. All right, so. The four for this week's poll then will be uh, R2, mm-hmm. D2, 
Uh, Frank Simpson's debut and Australian Dan's N Namibia separating from South Africa. Oh, I feel bad for Brendan. Fuck him. All right. Oh, poor Brendan. <laughs> we don't mean that, Brendan. Love you, Brendan. Love you, Brendan. No, bollocks to Tom Pete. Miss you every day. He's Miss not you dead. Miss you every day. <laughs> 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 no, because our, our two choices were better. What was yours again? What was it? Uh, Mr Bean. Yeah, so Twin Peaks can get fucked. So, yeah. Um, so on Twitter, that will go out this week, and you will vote for your favourite one. So last week, we had the top single of 1990s. Stu, what yeah. were the four? What were the four? Uh, so my choice of Blaze of Glory, your choice of Step On, uh, Ice Ice Baby, suggested by Chris Comrath, and uh, Enjoy the Silence by Keza G and Frank Mendoza. Yeah. What one? Uh, so in fourth place, there was 10 votes in total. In fourth place was Blaze of Glory with 10%. Oh, Probably my vote as well. Uh, in joint second place was Enjoy the Silence and Step On with 20%. Ugh. 50% of the vote, Ice Ice of Baby, course it was gonna as win. predicted. Of course it was going to win. I mean, we should have actually suggested Ice Ice Baby yeah. ourselves, but we didn't. But well done, Chris. Uh, your choice has peaked the poll. I don't know. Good vibes sending your way. That's your prize. Um, so we've finished 1990 now so, so next yep. show we want your top movie or film for the British uh, from 1991 oh can you think of any Stu at the minute off the top of your head no, no. alright <laughs> so moving on so still to come I'll bring you the news and sport and all the other headlines as usual this week including stuff from T-Rex um, Mike Reed will offer more tips as usual. A very interesting O for Bastermind this week. Uh, all the other shit as well, but for now, here's Al with the ads. For subpar comedy and poor impressions, it's time for Al's ads. Corona 19, smallpox, bird flu. TB, gonorrhea. As more diseases come, we need a vaccine to cure them all. Here at Barry's, we've created Barry's Vaccine to cure them all. Forget your AstraZeneca. <laughs> Perfetizer. Calpol. Take a Barry Vaccine instead. They'll cure them all. What we do with Barry's is we fill a bathtub with a bath bomb from <laughs> from Lush. With <laughs> what? Some super strength lager and a couple of paracetamol. And you get in that bathtub and lie in there for 15 minutes. The bath, the, the vaccine, vaccine works best with big titted ladies and big titted ladies will be at the front of the queue I won't watch you when you're in the bath but please ignore that picture that looks like the eyes are moving or the video camera that is placed behind a, pe a plant pot Barry's vaccines only 49.99 will keep you safe from any disease Barry's the stamp of quality, <laughs> or near quality at least. Now it is time for the news. In each episode, Stu comes up with two news stories. One that he's found on the Tinterweb, or in the old newspapers, so I know that's reading the old uh, Daily Sports. And one that is made up by himself. We can always guess which one he's made up by himself because at the moment it seems to be coming from a band or artist. So Stu, here we go. Here are your headlines. There's no change there, Al. We're recording this part from live from the Ned Ludd in Nottingham. Four pints in. This is our fifth pint. We're on Singer now. Singer. Okay, so here are your headlines. Harry Styles arrested for stealing large fruit from customers. The watermelon mugger, hi, is to be charged. Uh, <laughs> the amount of times we've said watermelon sugar high in this podcast. No, no, no. Uh, that's the title of the show, but Michael watermelon Stein. Watermelon mugger high. 
Michael Stipe no longer going to church. He says I'm losing my religion. <laughs> I love it. And Whitney Houston sets open a new herb and spice store. One moment in time <laughs> launches this weekend. <laughs> but story number one: a wedding in India took a gruesome turn when the bride died from a heart attack just before completing her wedding rituals, prompting the groom to end up marrying her sister. Uh, the wedding took place in May of this year in the village of Samspur. It was between a woman named Servi and a man named Mangesh Kumar. It's a good name. It is. The two were exchanging traditional flower garlands during a ceremony called the Jai Mala when the bride-to-be collapsed. A doctor who tried treating her declared her dead from a heart attack moments later on. However, the day's festivities repeatedly continued, but with a new bride. After Serbi's body was moved to another room in the house, her younger sister Nisha married the groom instead. The bride's brother said, well, We did not know what to do in this situation. Both the families sat together and someone suggested that the younger sister Nisha should be married to the groom instead. So we went with that. The bride's uncle added, It was a huge call for our family. One daughter lay dead in one room, and the wedding of another daughter took place in the other. Jeez. We have never witnessed such mixed emotions. Wow. Now, that's did, the true story. Did that really happen, or yes. have I just made that whole sickening story up? No, that's a real story. Uh, story two, Mark Bolan made up. is to open his first futuristic theme park this week. Made up. The <laughs> well, he's dead, so yeah, probably. <laughs> Uh, the park, which is yet to be named, also has a free restaurants, two bars and a nightclub for special evenings. Mark Bowen said, When I was younger, me and my pals used to hit the theme parks every summer and we loved it. That and going clubbing obviously as well. <laughs> yeah. Big Sam Donahue owned the parks he went to and uh, the local nightclub he used to telegram Sam <laughs> to hold the VIP area for us for a laugh as I never had one and we never turned up anyway didn't even have a second floor yep now it's a teenage dream uh, of mine to open my uh, own theme park one day back in the 70s when me and the band hit the club scene now, I mean I was a cosmic dancer back then yeah <laughs> I mean I love Taboogie yeah my uncle had a heavy metal bar down the road he was a bit of a metal guru <laughs> He used to let us drink for free in there, which made us popular with the others. Uh, we loved it. I mean, it was the 20th century, boy. Yes. But now this bar is called, uh, this bar is called Get It On. <laughs> Some of I forget, but the DJ uh, was MC Hot Love. Yeah. He used to ride a white swan on stage. It was brilliant. Anyway, I wanted to form both together, so uh, something for the children of the revolution, if you like. Yeah, it's very good. And downtime for adults in the evening. It's going to be mint. Uh, here's some passes for you and uh, Stu, if you want, Al. Okay. On the, I mean, here's some passes for you and Stu, Al. Here's a passes for you and Al, Stu. <laughs> I'm fucking Al. You're <laughs> Stu, I'm Al, yeah, yeah. whatever. On the launch, so, uh, so yeah. Uh, that was that, Al. I mean, you up for it? Or? Yeah, I'd love to. Yeah? I mean, that is the made-up story, so... Well, anyway, I mean, I mean, what's the made-up story? The Are we going to go clubbing Mark Bolan? No, because it's made up. did an Indian bride die for the sister to get married instead? Yeah, and that one's... The, the first one's true. As yeah. it always is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah, an Indian bride died and they married the sister instead. That's crazy. Well, you know, Madness. sisters are sisters. Sister, sister. Birthday, if, if you were to marry Tamara, yeah, from Tia and Tamara, and she died, would you marry Tia? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So you know, life goes I'm on. Still up for that girl, Tia and Tamara. Oh, wouldn't it? Yeah. Double wedding. Oh, oh, if one of you dies, I'll kill Alex and then single wedding. <laughs> <laughs> I'll marry Lisa Landry or oh. Ray Campbell. I don't care. Okay. You want to be a sport, Al? Yes, please. I'm in chess this week. Uh, this week's move is king to bishop three. <laughs> and it's your turn next week. Uh, check, mate. Cool. I'll check, mate. With a bit of business. Yes, a bit please. business. Bloody hell. A Connecticut man who bought a small porcelain bowl for $35. Yeah. 
He's had it valued at Subies for over 500 grand. Bloody hell. We'll have a bit more on that next week, look at it. It's probably been a true story and all. Yeah. Uh, also in business, Lego theft is on the rise in France, causing shareholders to panic. One of the shareholders has apparently been bricking it. <laughs> Scandal this week in the showbiz world. It's revealed that during the peak of his career, Ed the Duck uh, took drugs and downed vodka with prostitutes. Fellow puppet Sutty is said to be speechless. <laughs> Brilliant. In travel, for those travelling to attend this week's Paris Dakar rally, please note that the start has been moved to Rill in Wales for this year. So that's the Paris to Dakar rally starting in Rill. And the weather this week is going to be green hail. Oh, lovely stuff. <laughs> Environmentally friendly, but it's still going to hurt when it hits you on the head. It fucking is. So, what we'll do now is rather than just carry on, let's just say now it is time for Buster Mind. But we'll do that in the next pub. Hi. Buster Mind. It is a section of the show which we really enjoy, and we're moving swiftly on. We are now on the letter O. So, what are we going to do when we get to Z? Well, first of all, we're going to tell everyone where we are. We're in the old Salutation Inn. Yep. It's um, a biker bar. It's a biker bar. And we're a bit scared. It's a bit scary. Um, so, we are around the corner in a little nook that there seems to be nobody here. So, we are just round here. So, we let's do Buster Mind. We're going to quickly quick. do this before someone comes in. Yeah. Um, so, uh, as is O this week, Alex's questions are on Oman, the and, country. And Stu's questions are on Orville the Duck. Yeah, we're not revised either. So no, we're barely revised. Stu, shall I ask you questions first? Yes. Okay, here we go. Question one. What was the name of Orville's puppeteer slash ventriloquist? Keith. Keith Harris? I'll give you that. I'll just give you the fucking bit of Keith Harris away, didn't I? Keith Harris. Then. I'll give you that. That's one nil. Yeah, that's one. Um, question two, who was Orville named after? No idea. He was named after Orville Wright, who was part of the Wright brothers. Don't look at my questions, Stu. Trying to cheat. Question three, what is Orville's accent? Northern. It's a falsetto Yorkshire accent. So I'm Northern. Afraid. Well. Northern. No, it is Northern. Well, That's two. That's two. No, yeah, Yorkshire is Northern. Well, you won't know, innit? Two. Two. Stu. Uh, question four: Orville's song reached number four in the uh, in in the UK charts, but how many copies did it sell? One million. It's four hundred thousand. That's not fair. That's an impossible question to answer. Well, it was in the drop-down menu. And question five: What did Orville advertise in two thousand and four? Xanax. He advertised surf washing powder. Mm. So, Stu, you have scored one two. Out. No, I ain't giving you. Yeah, Yorkshire's north, so you go for that. Yorkshire's north. I ain't giving you no one. No, I ain't giving you no one. Stu, don't do that. I got two. Might get beaten up. Alex, I got two. No, you got one out of. I got two. I got two, Alex. Northern is That's two. That's me punching Stu. Northern is two. Uh, carry on. That's fucking bollocks. Your mum. Northern is two, you cunt. <laughs> Alright, Alex, you got Oman. Uh, what is Oman. What is the capital city of Oman? Dunno. Muscat. Yep. Who is the Sultan of Oman? Oh, I read this one as well. I can't remember his name. Haitan Ben Tariq. Yeah. Uh, what was the year they were admitted to the UN? 2001. No, 1971. Ah! What was the currency of Oman? Oh, shit. The Oman dollar. No, it was the Omani Royal. And the year Oman TV, the only state-owned TV channel broadcast, started. 2001. 1974. Oh, fuck so back. I think that's 1-0 to me, and I've won. <laughs> the quiz... Want to do the tiebreak or? Yeah, so that's, I think that's now 9 all, Steve. Mm. That's pretty impressive. Good Look comeback. how quickly we're doing this because we're in a bike bomb and we're scared. Yes, I'm very scared. I'm yeah. <laughs> Go on, give me the tiebreaker. Go on, I'll give you the tiebreaker first. You ready? Yeah. Ready for your tiebreaker? Okay, so your tiebreaker, Stu, is yeah. what reality TV show did they appear on it, on Channel 5 in 2005? Who? Orville the Duck and his Keith Harris. Big Brother. The farm. Oh. It was that one where the um, who was it that wanked off a sheet? Uh, wanked off a Rebecca Luz. No, yeah, Rebecca Luz. Yeah, wasn't it? Mm. Don't know. I'm panicking because people are looking at us. Tie break for you, Al. Oman has nine main newspapers. How many are printed in Arabic? Three, five. <laughs> We're done. We're gonna leave now. Bye. <laughs> 
Right, you know what, before we go... No, I'm going to leave now. No. I'm scared. <laughs> Stu, for the next uh, episode, we're on to the letter... Oh, shit. I didn't even pick one for you. P. So, Stu, your next subject for the letter P is everyone's favourite serial killer, Peter Sutcliffe. Brilliant. Yours is Pakistan. Oh, why did you even give me countries? It's harder. Well, because you lost this one, so I thought I'd do another country again. Pakistan yeah. for you, Al. I was about the cricket team and stuff like that. Good um, cricket team? Yeah, it's good cricket. A great cricket team. Not just a good one, Stuart. A great cricket team. Mm. So, in the next episode, Stu's subject will be... What did I just say? Oh, the bike is going out. Oh, fucking... Um, it was uh, Peter Parker from Spider-Man. No, it wasn't. It was... Um, Peter Sutcliffe, the, oh, yeah, um, the infamous serial killer, serial killer yeah. and minus Pakistan. So that is the end of what was it? Bastamind. Bastamind. Yeah, So we're. Still, what are we drinking here? Uh, Moretti. Yeah, I asked the bombing if I could have a glass, and he wouldn't let me because yeah, he said, said no. He said you And now we're a bit scared because yeah. he has big hair. I don't want to finish this pile of leaves. Yeah, it's frightening. Down it and first leave. five minutes is frightening because it's biker <laughs> bar. And they're all bigger than we are. <laughs> so, now that was Bastermind, and now it's time for... In the new, uh, b- Bag of Nails. Yeah, it's time for Tales Down the Bag of Nails. Rabbit, 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 rabbit. In each episode, Stu or I take a trip down the old bag of nails. Wait, where are we? Where are we? London. Where are we now? Now we're in the what was it? It's called railway children. The railway children. Yeah. We're in some pub called the Railway Children. We're drinking Heineken. And Stu, you took a trip down the bag of nails. This I week, did. Didn't you? Yep. Okay, who did you meet? Uh, this weekend I went down to the Bag of Nails and I met Professor Marwin Sponge. Great name. Yep. Great person, I imagine. Very friendly chap, is the tape. Yep. Cool. Afternoon. There's Professor Marwin Sponge here. Sounds like the bloke you did a few weeks ago. Yeah, that's right. My Fan of the show, so I know how this works. Here's my tales of the bag of nails. All right. Now, Al, you may remember me from my uh, cooking stands and ketchup stain. Ah, uh, yes, yeah, it. That's a while back, but which is why I may have said familiar for you. Yes. Cool. Good. So, I'm a psychology professor. Yep. You got a problem with that? No. Nope. You'll fuck you then. Well, I'm say you won't be able to hear me. Well, whatever. <laughs> but exactly, I, uh, I told my students the, uh, about the three uh, stages of emotion. Surprise, imitation, and rage. To demonstrate this, I dialed a random number on my phone. I said, can I speak to Dave, please? The guy said, no, I'm sorry, no Dave here. Apologies. So that was a surprise. Yeah. Uh, you must have the wrong number, he said. Okay. So I said to the uh, students, see, that's a surprise. Now, allow me to show you imitation. So I doubted it again. Same number, he answered, and I said, yeah, hi, can Dave come to the phone? The guy said, no. Like I said before, he had the wrong number. What the fuck is wrong with you? So again, you know, that was, uh, <coughs> that was the second uh, emotion I said to you. Yep. So again, I rang the uh, the number for the third one, and he answered, and I said, "Is Dave available?" The guy was like, "Listen, you fucking dickhead! <laughs> Call his phone again, and I'll come over there and break your phone in half, and I'll shove it up your ass. Now, fuck off!" Violent. And that's rage. But a student came up to me. He said, "Like, if you got the fourth stage, professor," I said, "Well, what's that?" He said, well, that's confusion. Let me demonstrate. So he, he took the phone, he dialed the number again, and he said, like, hi, this is Dave. Has anyone called for me today? Yeah. <laughs> that's that shit. Uh, but uh, Al, you know me, caught the professor and all that shit. I class yesterday, and we were all laughing about how stupid Pavlov's dog were. And then the bell rang, we all went for lunch. Yep. 
You know, I'm thinking of writing a book about reverse psychology. Please don't buy that. Oh God. Now the it's good, isn't it, listeners? Now the great listeners. The great, the great bars, <laughs> a few streets away from my university. There's really good bars. Yeah. Great bar. I was out for a few beers with the other professors the other night, and I had a few too many, and I had um, shots. What yeah. the fuck was I thinking? Yeah. So I. Uh, not a good idea. Uh, so knowing full well I was over the limit, so I did something I don't usually do when I I took a taxi home. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I did pass a police roadblock, but because it was a uh, taxi, they waved it past, and um, you know nothing to write from that. Got through incident, no surprise. We're good. Never driven a taxi before. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm not sure uh, where I actually got it from either. But there were two fellas every day, Al. The two fellas every day, and I have uh, two fellas in the back of nails in here. And I uh, once I said to the other, uh, "Get the beers and donkey." One of them said to them, "Get the beers and donkey." Yeah. Donkey, can you believe that? Yeah. And so the man goes to the bar and he stutters. Uh, he stutters to the bar. He's like um, two, two beer, two beer, two, 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 two beer, two beers, two beers, Stutter. two beers, please. So he's pouring the uh, the friend the uh, the beers and the and um, the guy on the other bar is like, hey donkey boy, give me some peanuts too. The guy's like, okay, fair enough. So like, bomb system is. Good, he's like, yeah. Can we get them um, some uh, some peas, some pe- 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 peanuts? This stuff, sir. Yeah. Still? So the barman says to him, she's like, uh, yeah, yeah, that, that's cool, man. But that that guy's mean. Like, uh, why does he call you donkey? Donkey Oti. Guy says, well, it's uh, it's okay. It's uh, yo yo yo. He says, uh, God. He always calls me that. Brilliant. So it's probably so close to the university, like I said before. Um, it takes five minutes to walk there, but it always takes like uh, three times as long to walk back. Yeah. Never walked out. Never walked out. Yeah. But Bev, the the girl behind the bar, she has a special uh, Guinness offer on at the uh, the other night. She she was like, really, you know, you know, you you probably go for that. Professor Doyle, uh, my friend, he went to the bar. He said, how much for the Guinness then? She's like, Bev was like, well, it's uh, two pound for the pint or uh, five pound for the pitcher. Yep. The guy was like, well, press the door. was like, no, 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 just the pint. I'll uh, forget the pitcher. <laughs> I don't need a pitcher to prove I'm here. <laughs> but oh, I'll, leave you, uh, I'll leave you this out. Uh, Karl Marx, yeah, he's one of the most famous philosophers of all time, but yep. nobody ever mentioned his sister. Uh, Anya Marx. <laughs> She's the inventor of the uh, starter pistol. But uh, I'll let you, uh, you know, figure that one out. All right. Uh, thank you, Steve. That was a lovely trip down the bag of nails. And next week, I will be going down. See who I'll meet down there. Stu, do you think I'm going to meet, meet another person from the 90s uh, TV shows that we enjoyed as a child that might ruin them for us? Probably. I hope so. I, I fucking will. So thank you, Steve, for heading down the bag of nails. And now it is time for Mike Reed's Top Tips. In each episode, Stu finds a cassette tape that has uh, Mike Reed's Top Tips on it. Not from Shauna Paul. Shauna Paul and Blue Cantrell, but from Mike Reed. Stu, what have you got this week? Well, Mike's always been uh, as helpful as usual. Here's the tape. Plop. Click. Click. Right, lads, Mike Reed here, leaving you for the more tips to, like, rule your life. Right, save a fortune at Christmas by filling out your uh, stockings with friends and family. Lay the groundwork now by just, like, not getting them anything at all. Lay it now, doesn't look like it's, like, affecting the presents. You're fine. Lovely still. Or, when parking, do it anywhere. Leave your window wipers open and you can't get a ticket at all from the traffic cunt. <laughs> Inspectors won't be able to like get you a ticket, you'll be fine. Put your hazards on if you want, it might help as well. It's up to you. Good luck. 
Good with it. <laughs> Brilliant, thanks, Mike. So that is the end of episode 30, 35, Stu, man. We have started, uh, we started recording this episode. Stu, what time did we start recording it, reckon? Half uh, 12? 12 o'clock. And it is now 7.45. So we've moved into the places. Where are we now, Stu? That's the big fucking church. Bar church, bar church bar. Big church bar. Um, so that's pretty much the end of the episode, Stu. Have you got um, anything to say? Pretty drunk. Pretty drunk. If you'd like to get in contact with us, um, maybe tell us your top three Stu. Uh, top three other songs. Uh, top three other songs for the next episode, or you would like to tell us your top, uh, your favourite movie from the year 1991. Science of the Lambs. Is that, one, is that one from that one? That's my one, yeah. Get in contact. We are still in our pod at gmail.com or still in our pod at. No, we are still in our pod at gmail.com on so on uh, or email. At still in our pod on Instagram or Twitter. That's right, sorry, I'm out of Hit us up, hit us up, hit Stu, us up. Stu, um, we're in Nottingham today and yeah. what I thought I'd do is I'd get three people from Nottingham yeah. to um sort of give you a bit of feedback. Not right. me, just give you a bit of feedback. What about them over there? Doing. What about them over there? Exactly, it's those people over there that are about to come over. Stu, would you like to meet them? Yeah. Now Stu, I'd just like to point no. out that they they're all from Nottingham, but they they're struggle. all not coming from there, just yeah. Alex. They all struggle with the Nottingham accent. Right. So, so if it doesn't sound like they're from Nottingham, they are. Get on with it then. Just they get just on with struggle, it. right? Just get on with it, yeah. All right, Stuart. I'm from Nottingham, I am. No, you're not. Yeah. <laughs> Name's Ronald. No, you're not. I've listened to your podcast. No, you haven't. <laughs> Listen to your podcast. Right. I just wanted to say. I very much like the podcast. Good. But I think you're a massive cunt. Right. <laughs> I'm still, how do you respond to that? He's a cunt as well. Oh, well, that's a bit harsh. He's popped down in to say that. I hope he dies. Oh, that's right. Ready, Stuart, for the next one? Yep. Hello, Stuart. I'm from Nottingham. Why are they all from me? Because I asked them to come along. Right. It's people we've met along the way. Okay. Hello, Stuart. I'm yep. from Nottingham. Hello. I've got the Nottingham accent, haven't I? Clearly. <laughs> Stuart, yeah. I like you. Right. Because I like you right in the news. Yeah. Very funny. Brilliant. I like everything else. But why are you a twat? Stu, what's the to that? I'm a twat because um, it gives you something to live for. Well, how do you feel about that? That's very nice. Thank you, Stuart. Yeah. Last one. Hello, Stuart. Hello. My name's David. David. Hello. I've been listening to the podcast since episode 34. Good. So I've been there listening for a while. Yeah. One episode. Okay. I like Al. Right. He's a funny bugger. Is he? But you right. are a disgrace. Brilliant. Tell me why. You sure you've been listening to the podcast? Yes, for one episode. You're listening back to the um, feedback. I listened last listened to one episode. Right, okay. Why are you a I'm disgrace? Saying. You can hear what I'm saying. I right, hate yeah? you. Right, okay. That's up to you, mate. What's your name again? David. David, right. Yes. Okay. See me afterwards, David. Well, I'm here now. I'll see me afterwards. Like. Well, well, what do you want then? When the tape stops. No, let's let the tape go, Stuart. What do you think? You want to fight? I'll fight you. Yep. Well, let's fight then. Ow. Goodbye. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's the end of the Oh, fuck me. I've had too much to drink. That's Same. the end of episode 35. Yep. All right, see you later. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye.